The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. we need to be more involved in the educational process of our children. Welcome to Chalk Talk with your host, Eric Hamilton. The three pillars of Eric's approach to parent engagement are academics, accountability, and advocacy, which empower parents to better support success at the child, school, and system level. And now, here is Eric Hamilton. Hello, America. And listeners around the world, my name is Eric Hamilton, and I am your host of Chalk Talk. Chalk Talk is a internet radio-based radio show that is designed to engage parents. It's designed to empower parents to make more effective decisions in and outside of the classroom. The idea behind this show is that I have the opportunity to talk about a variety of different educational issues. You, as a listening audience, you have the ability to either send an email to schoolwise.com or call 1-888-346-9141. And you can call in with any question, comment, or concern that you have about education. For those of who are new uh, listening to the show. I am extremely passionate about education. I am extremely passionate about why you as a parent should be empowered around your child's education. I've spoken on this show several times trying to get America and listeners around the world to understand just how and why it's important for you as a parent to get involved. What I'm going to talk about is actually some good news. Uh, I've taken a very critical view of education, and that critical view is sometimes needed in order to facilitate a conversation about change, about how do we get more parents involved. I want to talk about a report that was just released today, and it's actually some good news. Being a high school teacher, specifically in the field of social studies, oftentimes I have a chance to work with seniors. And I have the ability to sometimes, I've had it in my career, to work with a ninth grader and actually work with that student upon 12th grade. Graduations are an extremely important event in our society. And if you are a high school parent or if you know of a high school parent, you may want to call or send them an email and t- tell them to tune in and listen, because what we're going to talk about is a new study that was released by the National Center for Educational Statistics. The United States graduation rate hit a high 
40-year high, not since 1974, have this country had a high graduation rate. Now, the skeptics out there may say that the graduation rates are manipulated. Some may say that. But I'm going to say on this show that this statistic says that although we have some issues in our public education system, it says that we're doing some things right. And I believe, as I was taught in school, that when you're doing some things right, you should celebrate those individuals who are responsible. So to all those teachers out there who are who are on the front lines of education, who are making sure that those students are successful, I applaud you. For those high school principals and assistant principals who work from sunup to sundown, who share unbelievable tasks, inside and outside of the school, I applaud you and your efforts. To the high school guidance counselors and other professional staff that support children behind the scene, I applaud you and your efforts as well. To the custodial staff who make sure that the buildings are clean and presentable and safe, building managers, I applaud you. You had a hand in making sure that this number is also sustained. To the cafeteria staff, I applaud you as well for making sure that young people have food in order to sustain themselves throughout the day. To the transportation department and all other staff who do one thing every day, and that's making sure that our schools are supported well. I applaud you and your efforts to make sure that you're doing the right thing. This number talks about, by the U.S. Department of Education, U.S. high school graduation rates have risen to a 40-year peak of 78.2, suggesting that the rise in graduation rate among Hispanic students are a driving trend. Note, Education Secretary Arne Duncan praised the results participating the 10% surge in Hispanic graduation rates. He called U.S. dropout rates substantially high for a knowledge-based economy. Now, you can go online and you can Google this particular uh, report is put out by the National Center for Education and it has a lot of information regarding what this report talks about. Now I want to talk about why this report is important because as a parent who's in high school you have a very interesting job at this point. Now some may say that this is a good trend. This is a very good trend because the report goes into great detail. I'm going to have you to look at a couple of other things on this report. And that is, I want you to think about to make sure that if you are, number one, I do believe in celebrating this success. And I hope that this is on uh, the the cover of, of today, the cover of time. Uh, I hope it's going to be talked about because this is a, a great, great uh, story to talk about with this increase. This suggests a couple of things. This suggests that students are simply meeting the challenge and meeting the demands that the high school areas are putting on them, which is a very good thing. You as a parent, on the other hand, you want to find out what's the next task. What's happening next? Upon graduation, what's going to happen? What are we going to do next? Now, this report also talks about and you can go to various different sources. And it says that 
uh, Secretary uh, Arne Duncan says he talks about the dropout rate. Then he says it's particularly high for a knowledge based economy. Now, let me translate what a knowledge based economy is. Although the graduation rate is actually increasing, many of the students that I know and that you hear, particular guidance counselors, they're telling children that college is the way. And they're telling children that this is the preferred way. This is why they're using the term knowledge-based economy. And I am 100% behind trying to motivate young people to get them to a place of empowerment where they can go off to college. However, I want us to also think about what about those individuals who are not going to college? Although our, we are graduating students, but how many of them are actually being successful in college? How many of them are getting through a four-year institution? You as a parent, you now should be thinking about what is my child's chances to get through school? What are my ch- child's ability to make sure that they're able to get exactly what they need in order to continue this great trend that we're seeing in American schools. When I come back from my break, I'm going to talk about what that conversation should look like also to get you as a parent to understand that upon graduation, you have some interesting options that you need to talk about. We'll also go back to uh, what the Secretary of Education said about this particular report of of how or why uh, this trend is good. So let me make sure that we are very clear. We're talking about, on one hand, we're celebrating the success, and we're also making sure that parents are on point after graduation, what's the next task. I'm going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to look at more about this wonderful trend in High school graduation rates hit a 40-year high for the first time since 1974. Please come back and we'll continue our conversation. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you are having difficulty balancing everything in your life, be sure to tune in to Change is Personal with Kim Fuller. Each week, we'll help you do your own self-assessment to handling relationships, family, life challenges, health, and personal goals. Kim and her guests share from experiences and offer advice and resources to keep your life on track. Change is Personal with Kim Fuller can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen and start having a fuller life. Want the inside scoop about what's going on in the social networks of art and entertainment? Tune in to Star Power Hour, brought to you by 4talent.com. We'll talk to the top professionals in the entertainment industry and find out what they're working on and what's next. Your host is James Barber, who has his finger on the pulse of the arts and entertainment world. Star Power Hour, brought to you by 4talent.com, live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to A Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Chalk Talk with Eric Hamilton. We want to hear from you during today's show by phone or by email. Please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to schoolwise at yahoo.com. That's S-C-H-O-O-L-W-H-Y-S at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Hello and welcome back. My name is Eric Hamilton, and we are talking about a report that was put out by the U.S. uh, Department of Education in regards to graduation rates. And we're talking about it's reached a all-time high of 78%. Now, as a parent and as a teacher, for those particular, and this show is specifically geared towards uh, the high school junior or senior. Because if you if you take a look at a lot of the shows that I've done in the past, I've I've spent a lot of time on on the elementary level. I've had a show on middle, and I've had a variety of different shows on high school, but because of this report, I want to show and, and, and give parents some inside information about how you can better support your child when it comes to making informed decisions. Under my theory of, of parenting, the three A's again come up into play. That's academics, accountability, and advocacy. And this is one where you really are going to have to learn how to advocate for your child, but you're also going to have to look at the academics. And what do I mean by that? Well, by the time your child's getting to the point where they're ready to graduate, at some point there's going to be a conversation about what do I do afterwards? Am I preparing for what college? Now, there's a lot of, of, of uh, what I would call positive peer pressure that's going on during that time, meaning students, once they become juniors or seniors, they are driven to apply to schools because their friends are applying to schools. And no student wants to be left out of all the conversation about where are you applying, where do you think you're going to get in, what's my number one choice, my number two choice, number three choice. All those are the things that high school juniors and seniors talk about. Now, what's critical for you to understand, how can you best support 
your child when it comes to this planning, this post high school planning? I believe that as the secretary of education talked about, he said that we are living in a knowledge based economy. What he means by that, many of the careers and fields that your child will consider is going to be something that is a knowledge base. It's going to be uh, a skill set where they're going to have to acquire certain skills. They're going to have to have computer skills. They're going to have to have a series of knowledge. All those things are critical, critical. But it's more important for you to take an active role in once they graduate and once they have this high rate, which is outstanding for students. Now, what do we do? Do we simply throw them to the colleges and allow them to sink or swim? Do we do good conversations on matching them up? Now, you're probably going to say, Eric, hey, again, I'm working. I'm I'm busy. I'm struggling to maintain. I'm actually looking for a job myself. I'm actually self-employed. That sounds like the task of a high school counselor. And I will tell you that you are correct. Unfortunately, high school counselors, the position has actually changed over the years. It's not the way it used to be. And parents need to understand that when it comes to the, the, the guidance part, you should have a role in at least hearing where your child wants to go to at least researching the college application process. It's way more complicated than it used to be. It's really important for you to understand this because this is what I mean by advocacy. You're trying to advocate for your child. So let's take a look at what happens. Generally speaking, upon and nearing this wonderful event where they're getting ready to transcend and go into the college world, high school juniors and seniors are usually taught to have approximately three choices. Their number one pick, meaning this is where their heart and soul, this is where they want to go. Their number two pick might be something that's similar. They may not get all of the the excitement about the school, but they definitely believe it. And they're always being told, pick the one school that you know you won't have a problem getting into. That's how a lot of the counselors are educating our young people when it comes to the college process. Why is that important for you? Because as an empowered parent, now you know what the counselors are telling our children and how to go about supporting them. And it's critical, critical during this time, take yourself out of the equation, meaning your job is to listen. Now, if my daughter comes to me and says, hey, dad, I want to go to the University of Florida, I'm going to fall to the floor. Why am I going to do that? Because I'm a bulldog. However, if that's where she wants to go, then my job is to support her in her desire to go where she wants to go. I may not like it. It will be very difficult to watch football games with her, but that's what an empowered parent should look for. You also want to be able to have those tough conversations about where do you think you're going to be successful? Majors, minors, social clubs, all those things play a huge role in that conversation. Parents, empowered parents, it is critical that at this stage, when we get ready to leave, when we're finished with the K through 12 process, when we're finished with the K through 12 process, it is critical to not let poor planning 
take over. It's critical because I have seen the faces of many students who did not get their first pick, did not get their second pick, and were forced because of peer pressure, because of poor planning, they're forced to get their third pick. And they start the school off on an emotional low. So parents, you really have to be very careful and critical during this phase. Now, one of the things that I liked about this report, again, they use the word, our secretary used the word a knowledge-based economy. Now, let me read you a couple of things on this report. Uh, another report, it, it, in the same thing, it says across the United States, the dropout rate was higher for males than for females. Males were 3.8% and females were 2.8%. The dropout rate was higher for males in every state. Male-female gap uh, were 2%, uh, 0.2 percent points lower in Idaho compared to any other state. And it's talking about the dropout rate. As we move to a knowledge-based economy, it's critical for you to translate that for our young people. It's critical for you because colleges and, and uh, many of the educational aspects of, of counseling are different now than they used to be. So parents, it's critical that you, you stay up to date. Make sure that you are talking to your child because that last junior year, that well, junior year and senior year, the time flies by and there's so many deadlines. Now we're going to come back and, uh, uh, the next part we'll talk about the, the actual standardized testing part, which I, I left off from a previous show. But it's critical around that junior year that you're having these kinds of conversations. Now, why am I taking the time to talk to you about them? It's because parents come to me frequently and they say, well, could you, could you have a, a conversation with my child about about college or could you have a could you nudge my child to consider going to Duke as opposed to North Carolina could you have my child consider and as teachers my job is not to get your child to go to a specific school that's not my job my job is to try to motivate your child to why it's important to continue on your education that's that's the difference a lot of parents don't see it that way and a lot of parents and a lot of children come to school depressed because my mom is not talking to me because I want to go to this school. She wants me to go to this school. She's not happy with me. Ladies and gentlemen, that's that's not being an empowered parent. That's a parent that's trying to live through your child. And you have to make sure that the selection process is about where they want to go, how they want to continue their career, not where you want to go. You had your chance to go and you went in your school and you did what you wanted to do. Now it's your time to let your child continue their career. Now, these rates are good. And again, I want to make sure that I'm not overshadowing what's really important behind this news is that despite all of the many issues that I have raised over my shows, which I think are valid, which are critical, we're doing some things right in public education. We are addressing the goal at hand. And parents, there's nothing worse than having your child work for approximately 11 years, having done all kind of summer readings, having participated in various studies groups, 
only to get to the 11th grade and not have a clear plan as to what's going to happen next. So in my academic roadmap, I've talked about third and fourth grade being very critical. I've talked about uh, the seventh grade year being very critical in middle school. But in high school, despite the senior year, which is a different kind of year, 11th grade is that final year, parents, that you must pay attention. You have to pay attention to the 11th grade year because that's the year that's the planning year for what will happen once they become a senior and once they get ready to move on. Critical. So if you have an 11th grader, you should have some strong conversations around application dates. I've seen parents actually post them all over the house, having a master calendar now with the technology of various electronic devices. Calendars are all around us. They're all around us. Make sure that those dates are posted. Make sure that those dates are clear. Because I have seen a lot of students over my career not able to be engaged in a school that they wanted to participate in because of poor planning, because of the common core files, uh, the, the common application files, rather. They didn't have a chance to do this. They weren't knowledgeable on it. No one told them about it. That's the, that's the favorite thing I hear. No one told me I was supposed to do this. Well, unfortunately, that's how it works. What makes you an empowered parent is now that you have this information, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to have a conversation if you have, if you get to drop your child off in the morning? You're always trying to say, well, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about on the ride in? What are we going to talk about on the, on the pickup? If you've got a junior and you're picking your child up, which does happen in America, not everyone has a car, talk about college selection, talk about your choices and why you pick those places and talk about are you meeting the dates or do you know what the dates are for this particular school? Because when we come back from our break, you're going to see that, again, reaching graduation, which is an unbelievable event. It's a wonderful event. There is so much that goes into that event. And I've decided to to center uh, the this particular show around what are you going to do afterwards? What are you going to do once graduation comes? I'm going to take a break. And when I come back, I want to talk about the testing component. I want to give parents an idea that although that your child is looking at the date, the physical date of actually leaving the building, the school system's looking at it a little bit differently. They're looking at you have certain windows that you must be tested. We're talking about fees, all those good things. So please uh, stay tuned. When we come back, we're going to talk more about a recent report that was released praising our school systems for doing a good job of increasing those young people from graduating, uh, increasing them graduating. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. 
It's time to take an amazing journey, a journey to gold. Join your host, CJ, every week as she introduces you to amazing people who are following their dreams and changing their lives with a new attitude. Hear from the stars who are stepping outside the box. Be sure to listen for the Dream Quest Challenge with Josie Pasentino, where you'll vote on the music of independent artists. Find out how you can be a part of this life-changing experience. Maybe we'll be talking to you on a future show. Journey to Gold is heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. How can we Americans realize our dreams to earn a living? How can you pursue your dream and make money as an owner or an employee? Learn how at The American Business Person, the online weekly radio talk show hosted by Rich Killian. Today's business leaders share how to succeed and what fails. If you own a new or established business or ever hope to, you must tune in. Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, and noon Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel or listen on demand to our archived shows. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Chalk Talk with Eric Hamilton. We want to hear from you during today's show by phone or by email. Please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to schoolwise at yahoo.com. That's S-C-H-O-O-L-W-H-Y-S at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Uh, I am talking, this is Eric Hamilton of Chalk Talk. We're talking about the report that was released by the Department of Education. And this report suggests that American teachers, principals, and school staff administrators are doing a great job. It suggests that they are meeting their goals. And I want to, again, congratulate all those teachers, including myself, for making sure that our young people are actually getting to the to the end of their educational process in this country. I can't think of a more important process to have in our country. I've talked on this show about I love to hear various politicians. I won't name them, but I love to hear politicians talk about their promises as to how they're going to make America a stronger country. And we we talk about making our economy a stronger economy. We talk about making our military a strong military. And all those things are definitely, uh, I think, responsibilities of, of to some degree of what the government should do. But one of the things that we fail to mention is that in order to have a strong economy, you have to have a competent workforce. You have to have a diverse workforce. And what many people are seeing in this country right now is that we have too many people, too many young people who are going to college, they're getting their degrees, but they can't find jobs. And the reason that they can't find jobs is because they chose a lot of these as the Secretary of Education chose to speak. They chose these knowledge-based uh, ma- uh, majors, which are good, which are really good because, you know, we, we have to be empowered with knowledge. But in reality, 
at some point we're going to have to redirect some of our our initiatives around more skill base. And the skill base uh, you will see will fall back into the classroom about what we teach, what we offer. So I want to get to that a little bit later uh, in the show. I left on the last break talking about uh, the deadlines and dates that you have for young people. Now I want to talk about the testing side. I had a show previously called Testing 123 where I break down the testing industry when it comes down to public education. Now I want to talk about that unique window of testing opportunities that happen junior and senior years in American schools. And why is that important? Because parents need to understand that students are under incredible amount of pressure and tension to test under on demand. And it's critical, parents, that you understand that when you see your child come home with various books, when you see your child having to go to the school on Saturdays, when you see all this preparation, they're, they're under a lot of pressure. They're under a lot of pressure. So let's talk about how you can best support them. In your junior year, at some point, they meet with a college, with a perhaps a college recruiter, perhaps a college advisor, and they talk about where they want to go. And, and generally, the rule of thumb, people always put out SAT scores. They put out ACT scores. I'll talk about that in a minute. And generally, students will say, hey, I can't get into school or no, I can't get into the school. So what happens is, is that as they decide, do I take a more standardized popular test, which is it, SAT, or do I take a different type of T that caters to my skill set, which is the ACT? That's another decision, ladies and gentlemen, that children are having to make these days. Which tests am I going to take? Which the school that I want to get into will they best facilitate the test that I want to take? Very technical. The decisions are being made at school. The guidance counselors are sometimes pushing one test over the other test. You as a parent, you need to be knowledgeable on this process. You should be able to have a conversation. You should have the same set of information that the guidance counselors have. Now, they have a history of how the school performs, and that's why they're able to advocate which one based on data and based on the student in front of. But again, you need to understand that they're faced with various tests. The other test that they're faced with, uh, my previous school, uh, students were faced having to take what's called an IB exam. IB stands for International Baccalaureate. Uh, some of them also had to take a, what's called an AP exam. Some of these exams actually cost money. There's actually a financial uh, component to taking some exams. Now, in some school districts, the school will actually cover the exam. And they're very expensive, by the way. In some school districts the school will not cover the exam. So it's critical for you to know, you know about the SAT and ACT. Now you need to know, is there a financial component? If there's a financial component, then you need to discuss which one of those exams are you going to best meet the goal in order to get where you want to go. Uh, I can tell you firsthand that some students were denied opportunities in certain programs 
because they could not afford the exam, which I think is absolutely terrible of administrators and and, and teachers and just school officials to allow students not the opportunity to pursue careers or to pursue majors because of finance. But that happens. And and you as a parent, you have to understand that process. So, again, not meaning to be too technical, but in the 11th grade year, parents, students are faced with a lot of exams. They're faced with financial commitments. And the other thing is they're faced with their regular academic work. So not only will you take exams to get into college, not only will you take exams to get perhaps college credit, but many high schools require state exams that are all standardized, that sometimes can conflict with these other exams. And it's important for you to understand that because that last year, and I'm calling the last year the the junior year, and I'll, I'll tell you why later, That last year is a year of planning, of making sure that everything is posted so that we know exactly what we're supposed to do. And parents, you can best support your child by creating a plan, by creating a plan of how you're going to best support your child during this phase, because it's a difficult phase. Now, um, I want to want to address a couple of things again from this from this report, which I find very fascinating because it ties directly into what we're talking about. It says and this was on the NBC Today show. It says that the national high school graduation rate is now the highest it's been since 1974. But the Department of Education says that it takes more than the four standard years for more than 20 percent. Of students to finish and get their diplomas. Official credits, the rise in graduation rate, stiff competition for limited jobs. So, you know, when I hear limited jobs, that means that our teachers, ladies and gentlemen, our teachers are doing a great job of talking about the real world. They're they're talking to students about if you want to be competitive in today's market, there is a limited amount of jobs, which means you have to have top grades. You have to have skills. You have to know more than just what the average person. The competition is getting very, very uh, uh, steep in this country when it comes down. And it sounds like our teachers are doing a great job, if this is accurate, to get our young people ready. And again, teachers, I applaud you because uh, you're on the front line. You see people uh, who are in making to become a part of our economy. So it's very important for you to have that. Now, parents, you are just as important because you get to do what I call the dirty work, which is you get to do the behind the scenes, holding of the hands. One day you decide you want to go to Vanderbilt. Next day you decide you wanted to go to Tuskegee. Next next year, you just next week, you decide you want to go here. You have to do a lot of the holding of the hands with these things. But your job, again, is to make sure that you're listening, that you're making sure that the students are involved, that you're hearing them, that you're guiding them through the process. Because on that stage, when your child is dressed up and you get a chance to look at the beautiful things and everyone's talking about all of the awards and the scholarships that they've received, 
You want to know at that moment that you've done the best for your child. You want to know that I didn't leave it up to chance. I didn't leave it for some random person to guide. I had an active hand. And if we can get more parents to have that mentality, we can achieve a lot of goals and a lot of dreams when it bests as we move forward. Because this number, I suspect, if we're doing a good job, next year it's going to be higher. And those subgroups that are still lagging behind, then next year we'll hear how those subgroups, how their dropout dropout rates are getting lower and how their uh, level of attainment is actually increasing. Where does all this start? It starts again with an empowered parent. Now, uh, my last component during this particular segment, it talks about the National Journal, which is another leading publication, says uh, there are more Latinos that are graduating from high school than nearly uh, over a decade, according to a new study of the Department of Ed. Several media outlets runs reports dealing with individual performance, and they quote the various different publications. Why is this important? Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you are aware, because of the rising and changing population in America, this suggests that our school system is doing a great job to reach out to parents who don't speak uh, English, who don't, uh, who are not uh, native tongue speakers, as they call them. This is suggesting that we're doing a great job with our English as a second language program. We're doing a great job to try to reach out. And ladies and gentlemen, that takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to bridge that cultural gap. And that's something that we should be proud of because that's what America, from my understanding, is about. It's about opening our borders, using Ellis Island as a way into this country. That's how it's been traditionally. And to take individuals who do want to work who do who do want to succeed, who do want to uh, who would like to live the American dream. So this is a very good report for those who are interested in it. I ask that you please go take a look at it. And when we come back from our break, we're going to talk about our last segment about skill, uh, skill based economy versus knowledge based economy. And what should parents talk to their child about during this phase? So we're going to come back. We'll take our break. And I hope to see you back. I hope to hear you back soon. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. We let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and we'll discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, 
Actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Zoom Leadership. It's the big picture issues of the day, up close and personal capabilities of leadership, and a desirable future of constant renewal. Zoom Leadership. It's the economic crisis made clear, patterns and perspectives of leadership, and the importance of changing the way we pursue our future. Join host John Schmidt every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Zoom Leadership. An inside look at what's really going on in business, government, and civil society. Tune in every week on the Voice America Business Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Chalk Talk with Eric Hamilton. We want to hear from you during today's show by phone or by email. Please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to schoolwise at yahoo.com. That's S-C-H-O-O-L-W-H-Y-S at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Eric Hamilton on Chalk Talk. I am talking about a report that was released by the Department of Education, and it's addressing a great trend that we're doing a good job. Our teachers and school administrators are doing a great job in getting our young people ready. I want to push this a little bit further down the road and get us to think about a couple of things. Um, one, the Secretary of Education, Mr. Mr. Arne Duncan, used some very interesting language. He said uh, he was talking about a knowledge-based economy. And I'm going to jump in that conversation with him and say that we, not only do we have a knowledge-based economy, but we all have, also have a skill-based economy. Now, as a parent, uh, I believe, and this is where I move from the academics to the advocacy part, part of the trend that we're seeing right now, if you're paying attention to what's going on, one of the largest segments of people that are unemployed in our society are the 25 to 35 years age category. Those are the individuals who did exactly what we told them to do. Go to school, stay in school, earn top grades. You can have a part of the American dream. You can have a house, car, perhaps a pool in the back, perhaps even cable TV if you try hard enough. You can have the American dream, okay? What's happening is is that we have so many of those individuals who are now starting to come out of school who don't have the opportunities, who don't have the opportunities to find a job. And many of those individuals are having to force to live back with their parents. Many of them are living in the same bedrooms they grew up as a child. Now, this is a problem. And one of the things that I think we need to address as parents I'm all for advocating. I used to tell my children all the time in the classroom about college. I think college is a wonderful opportunity. I think our teachers are getting students ready to move to the next level. I always advocate for children to find a college that they like, uh, pick where they want to go. 
But on the other hand, I believe that many of our students have no desire to go to college and many of them are looking for skill based jobs. Now, why is this important for empowering parents? Well, there's nothing wrong with telling your child about the values of going off to school, learning various things about world history, learning things about microbiology, the studies of, of various uh, Mayan societies. All those things are absolutely redeeming in, in value. Unfortunately, our economy is telling us that we need more and more young people who have skills. Do you have the ability to actually put down a hardwood floor? Do you have the ability to actually do some mechanical skills? When I was in high school, we had a variety of different skills. We had the academic route as well as the vocational route. What I like about a lot of the charter schools around this country is that they offer those types of things. Now, upon getting ready to graduate, it's important for us to try to push our young people to do two things, to have those academic skills that are needed in order to, to, to continue and to also push for developing technical skills. What technical skills can you do? You know why? Because those technical skills can oftentimes pay off while you're pursuing your academic careers. And we don't do that. The school systems are not doing that. I don't know if our parents are doing that. I've only had a couple of parents that I actually had a chance to talk to where they were pushing, uh, they were trying to get their student, their child to, to, to kind of be balanced. And if you look at our rising trend in America, you're seeing that there are a lot of highly educated, unemployed individuals in our society. And we are creating a society where we have all these smart people, but they can't do anything. They can't actually fix anything. They can't repair anything. And I believe that it's up to our guidance counselors. I believe it's up to our teachers, our parents to have real conversations around what does a skill-based economy look like versus a job versus a knowledge-based economy. And I think this is a serious issue that requires what I would call an empowered parent in order to understand. It's very, very critical for you to look at what's going on. Now, that last year I talked about, the junior year is critical. It's important. You have all those difficult conversations. You do your planning, your tests, your mapping out of things. All of that happens. There's an interesting trend that happens, and teachers know what I'm about to talk about. When a student becomes a senior, they get a false sense of reality and they begin to let their skills down. They begin to say, you know what? I'm almost in the real world. And there's a term called senioritis, which means I've done it. I don't have to do anything anymore. I'm going to coast my way all the way through. And parents, as we get ready to finish that last year, that is a year that many, many seniors simply slack off. What can you do to address that? Make sure that you talk to them. Make sure that you address that you know what happens during that senior year. Make sure that you are aware that they still have exams that they have to take. They still have standardized tests that must be met. I've seen more students who are seniors get themselves in trouble because they believe that they're done. And you as an empowered parent, you want to cut this off before it actually happens. 
because those final month, wherever you are in America, that final month as a senior is a very difficult time because you're either ready to jump into the real world or completely scared because the real world is about to find you. And I know a lot of seniors who really go through some amazing issues during that last time. So my job is, and I, I think that I have covered uh, on this particular show, how to best support that ending part of the educational process called junior and senior year. It's critical that you take an active approach. I ask that you go out, have the ability, whether you're in the beginning with the first grade, whether you're getting into third and fourth grades, which I believe are critical years, whether you're in the middle school years and you're talking about social development, you're talking about adolescence, you're talking about body image, you're talking about all those changes of life things that are happening in the middle school, or you're talking about on the high school years, talking about management, talking about content, character, not following the crowd, talking about technology, the ethics of technology. Parents, you have an incredibly difficult job. You have a difficult job to navigate your child from kindergarten to 12th grade. And your job is not to just to get them on that stage, but it's to get them on that stage and actually get them somewhere else and to get them empowered, to get them to move forward. It's an incredibly difficult job. This is why this show was put together. This is why my book will be a book that will be written for you to have on demand when you want to know what do I do in this situation? What can I do best to support? Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know more about this show, if you want to know more about my book, Please go to schoolwise.com. Take a look at the website. You will find an updated information in terms of when the book will be released. It's been a pleasure speaking to my listening audience. I'd like to thank everyone who had the opportunity to listen. Those parents who send in emails, those parents who send kind words on the Twitter account. I'd like to thank you. I'd like to thank all those individuals who make my show enjoyable. The show is designed for one thing, and that's for you as a parent to go out, be empowered, to not allow the school system to define your role. You define your role, and you will see that you will have a positive impact on your child. Thank you, and have a great evening. Thank you again for joining us for Chalk Talk. Please join Eric Hamilton again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more of everything that parents should know about school. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.